I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. Way that we fight, if this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. Good. We're in. We're live. Let's do it. So we weren't going to go live today, but we figure we have so many pertinent things to talk about that apply to real time what's happening that it's pretty important to get these messages out yep. live to, to the audience. So if you're watching, great. Tell your friends, text your friends, tell them to tune in. I think we have a chat room up. Too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you People want to comment, have ask questions. Going, yeah. We will get to you. Yeah, please and do. We're not really in a rush. At least I'm not. So, if, you know, there's things that we need to talk about that are important. I don't mind going a little bit long. Lots. People have questions. Absolutely. You know, yeah, there's today. a lot of uh, information to cover Either. today. Yeah. So, um, and this is interesting because we try to stay pretty local as far as our reach goes and our message, but things are happening so quickly on a national level that's trickling down. Yeah. Um, we live in a society where people work locally at the federal level you know, mm -hmm. so they're being affected by so many of these mandates and restrictions and things that are being placed upon them now and yeah customers are are up here so i mean when you consider teachers firefighters cops i mean it's a big it's a big percentage county employees yeah and everybody's affected home that's affected you know so um this is this is dire, and, and is. we're we're a pretty good group of optimists here, where we want to find the best and the positive and what's going on. But you know, things are getting bad, and and we predicted this. You know, some predicted a long time ago. Some of us in recent times. Variant yeah. another. There's always been a boogeyman, and you look through the history of my life. At least I was born in '78, and there's always been a boogeyman, no matter what. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. you know, uh, or Al Qaeda or Saddam, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. yeah. Though yeah, this, oh, this, yeah. they, they've taken a lot of Liberty away with this more than yeah. at any time, probably, you know, they have it's I mean, like on steroids or something. And Joe's remember yesterday, John, we were hanging out a little bit and we talked about, the Patriot Act and how that really was not the beginning of it, but that was definitely a, a big, big step. I really care how you feel about 9-11. You know, I think there is, we agreed that there's heroes on that day. 
Oh, it, absolutely. It, it brought out the best in America. You know, we came together. Uh, people loved each other. They, they were there for each other. And it was a terrible event, whether you believe it was an inside job, whether you believe it was, you know, Al-Qaeda, terrorists. It was detrimental to our liberty. Whatever. Yeah. You know, um, I think that they used it either way. They used it to start to pass the, the Patriot Act and, and to, you know, to write it. But you you were saying that it's, it was written a long time ago, right? That some of the things in the, it. Well, what I was saying is is the way it was rolled out, and and it's been a long time. I think it was eight hundred something pages. I might be wrong. It's been it's been a lot of years since I've done a lot of, but the the size and the magnitude of the Patriot Act and how fast it came out seemed like it was already you know pre made and and pre prepackaged. Yeah, it was. It seemed like a prepackaged thing, yeah. you know, and and um, you know just the fact of of them having the Pentagon plans to rebuild the pentagon but I, but i think you're right you know no matter what you believe whether you think you believe the official narrative or you think that something more sinister happened um there there, there was heroes that day and it unified people and but we need to look at how how much of our freedoms and and liberty has eroded since you know the last uh 21 years i guess it's been 20 20 years sorry yeah. exactly uh 20 years since then and and uh but now we've lost more of our freedoms and we've traded our freedoms and liberties for a false sense of security more in the last two years than we did the previous 20 years yeah. and yeah, in the they, last oh, yeah. 20 years before that this last two years we've lost um right. or t- uh 20 years i'm sorry the the last 18 years we've before this last two years so 20 years ago we've lost up till two years ago, uh, a, a huge percentage of our freedom and liberty. And in the last two years, we've probably lost more than we lost the previous 18. And yeah. and you look at, there's probably a hundred years of rights uh, uh, that we lost. It took to, to erode our, our uh, freedoms and liberties before that. So it's just, it's just kind of so fast. Yeah, the the I can't Act, believe they, what we've done the last 18 months. But exa- well, the marketing of the Patriot Act was good, you know, and it's why we do need to eventually hopefully next week get into the first amendments and freedom of the press. Cause the press was in on it. You know, I was a conservative at the time. And if you can believe that. And, um, and when they market it like this, like, Hey, these guys came to our country and we had no way to track them because we couldn't break the constitution. Mm-hmm. And now look what they did. And, and they so, had to call it the Patriot Act because it was so unpatriotic. Exactly. <laughs> they had to sell it to it that is, way, right? It uh, is. Yeah. yeah. They, they had oh, to yeah. So then those that look at a glance, mm-hmm. sure. they accept it. And I, I had a friend ask me, he said, well, what about when you're the domestic terrorist or whatever that they want to come after? You know, and at that time I was like, well, what do you mean? But now I see that, hey, they can, they can name anybody a terrorist, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's a, it was a bad deal. You're right. Yeah. Well, and that, that is... You know, they have people wanting to fight for those freedoms and liberties and keeping their finger on them and watching them now. It's more important than ever because it is getting just way out of hand. Do you remember reaching so far? And I think the difference in the boogeyman now and why they're accelerating it is it's no longer a guy overseas or something that's remote. It's the virus that they're telling you your friend carries. 
Yeah. So now you're all freaked out to even go have a barbecue. And then you, you know, think and about, then, and then now you just see this odd behavior they can get away with. And, you know, and now crazy. even though all the data shows the exact opposite that the people that are not vaccinated are the bad guys, now they're trying to divide us even more by the boogeyman. Now the worst, but it's worse than COVID is the person who's not vaccinated. Even right. though all the data shows that natural immunity is 13 to 27 times better, um, we know our God-given immune system is better and stronger. And yeah. And, and they're they're trying to stop doctors from prescribing ivermectin and and uh, hydroxychloroquine and all these different things. No, they and, are stopping them. Yeah, the pharmacies won't fill them in a lot of areas. You know. Yeah. So. You guys remember when nine eleven happened, and we just couldn't wait for life to get back to normal. And we started telling ourselves eventually that you know what's never going to be normal again. This is a new yeah. norm, right? right? I mean, yeah. like TSA checkpoints. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. these these uh, this infringement of your your rights. You never get them back. And it feels a lot like that, but way worse now, you know, yeah. where we knew this wasn't going to be a temporary fix. It wasn't two weeks to flatten the curve. It wasn't a certain percentage of people getting vaccinated. It wasn't mass. It wasn't, I mean, this is a long-term thing. Oh, yeah. and, and I hate to say it, but this is a new normal. And, and I don't know if we'll ever go back now to what we deem to be real normal life. Well, in 2019, I would have been complaining about all the lost of liberties and freedoms and been like, oh, man, we this and this and this has happened. And now I came up with the, I mean, we're going to come out with a shirt that says, make it 2019 again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've lost so much so fast. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, think yeah. about think about what we lost in the last make couple it 1919 years. again. That'd be. I mean, make it, seven, <laughs> make it 1776 right. again is what I was saying. But now I'm like, man, 2019 wouldn't be so bad. It wasn't so bad. <laughs> You know, yeah. let's queue up uh, the president. I hate to call him the president. Joe Biden's speech. The, the wannabe leader. Of the I just don't world. want. You know why I call him the president? Because remember when people were saying yeah, Trump yeah. is not my president yeah, you know, you know. and whatnot. I don't want to be like that. Yes, so, sir. Unfortunately, he is the the piece of shit we have in office. So he's a president, leader of the free today. world. Today he's a president. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them to get the shot. America needs your personal involvement in this critical effort. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. So I, I just want to talk about him saying, basically pushing that like the non-vaccinated people are the problem, and the only reason this problem is there is is that these people haven't been vaccinated. Um, I don't know if you can pull up some of those graphs, um, Eli, that we were talking about. Um, so I've, I've made my own graphs and I got some other graphs I've pulled off of, uh, the CDC and stuff like that. So, um, we, so, so I took it upon myself and I said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take the highest vaccinated countries and the lowest vaccinated countries. And then I'm going to compare that data, um, to COVID deaths amongst those same exact countries. So 
if you look on here, um, basically they, they go by how many COVID-19 vaccine doses were administered per 100 people on the diagram on the left. So um, basically you'd be looking at like Haiti, Somalia, Zambia, Kenya, Africa, India are all very low. Um, India's a little higher on the uh, low side of vaccines administered. So that would be like 41 doses of, of vaccines per 100 people in India at the high side of, of, of the bottom of the list of countries that got vaccinated. And then you look at the uh, the ones that are above that, you're looking at the next nearest one would be over 100. We're looking at like 100 and maybe eight would be the United States. And then you got Germany, France, United Kingdom, Ireland, Belgium, Portugal, Cayman Islands, Israel, Malta, and Uruguay at the top of the list and then you compare so what i did after that is i compared the deaths um of those same exact countries and to see if i could find a pattern which i knew i would and if you look um india um is at the top of the list again it was more vaccinated than the lowest vaccinated countries they have a very large population so i'll use them as an example um they had about 250 deaths um per million people is the way that diagram on the left works. Um, and then you look at one of the highest, uh, higher vaccinated countries, which would be Canada, which would be on the lower list of COVID-19 vaccine deaths. And they're around 750. So you're about the closest country that's been at the higher vaccination rate is still three times the amount of COVID deaths per million people and then you get all the way up here and you start looking at like the united states and the united kingdom they're pushing two thousand deaths and so if so they're telling us the vaccine is the answer but all the data shows the exact opposite of that um did any of you guys have want to talk about <clears throat> yeah i mean i'm seeing it here locally where our hospitals are full of covid patients no doubt nobody's refuting that um but the issue is that we have so many more vaccinated people now what they're not telling us is um, well, they're telling us that it's the unvaccinated people that are the problem and that the most of the people in the hospitals right now are people who have not been vaccinated. Well, it's absolutely not true. Uh, from my resources who work in the hospital day in and day out, uh, they'll tell you, you know, that the people that are, that are in the hospital are vaccinated, have been vaccinated. The problem is this, is that if I get vaccinated today, if I get the shot today, I'm not considered fully vaccinated for 14 days for two weeks. So there's a lot of people in there that have gotten the shot, gotten sick from the shot, but they're not considering them vaccinated yet. Absolutely. So how do we account for that? So they're not telling us the whole truth about this thing. And, you know, that's, and, that's the reason I went over va more vaccinated countries and vaccine deaths versus who was unvaccinated and sure, vaccinated that sure. died because of those but, numbers. But, but, but the way they, a, a they year ago, the there, were, there were not that many vaccinated people. And we saw a few spikes here and there, you know, and. You know, it would run its course and you'd see people getting sick, but nowhere near, nowhere near what we're seeing today. I mean, this is actually pretty concerning, the amount of people that are getting COVID now and getting really sick. But what we can't ignore is that we have way more vaccinated people now than we had before. So shouldn't it be the opposite? And by, and by the way, when John says he put this together, he the source is John Hopkins uh, oh, yeah. University. So it's not like he threw and this John Hopkins this? is obviously a reputable hospital i mean they're exactly. always on the cutting, cutting edge of medical research in our country you know so yeah it's uh, not like we just pulled this thing out of the air it's not so. off some conservative website it's not off you know 
on off the press from the red, white, and blueprints. <laughs> all, all, the, all this information's there. It's just you know the way the data gets yeah. told to the to the uh, the people through the mainstream media and and how they cherry pick what they want to talk about. Sure. So. Um, I just figured that would be a good visual on exposing well, that uh, too. even their own numbers. We need to pull this one up, too. Yeah, that's pull, a, that's pull, pull the VAERS uh, tracking data. This is the one that's really, really hair-raising. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this graph is, is pretty hard to argue with. I mean, um, there's been 30... Okay, what is VAERS, John? Oh, it's the vaccine... Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Okay. Okay, that's where people call to complain about an adverse reaction to a vaccine. Uh, what we're talking about right now, though, is deaths. I just was focusing on deaths right, right now. So there, there is a this, lot of This other... isn't people who just got sick or didn't feel good. This is actual deaths. Actual deaths, yes. So this starts here in 1990. Yeah, so you can see it's virtually zero. I mean, yeah. there there is some. I mean, people do get adverse reactions to vaccines, and the, you know, even though we're looking at a small number there, I mean, I think that's still something to talk about. But how do you talk about this huge spike? I mean, we go from from maybe a couple hundred a, a, a year to I mean fifteen fifteen thousand. In a in a year, all of a sudden, I mean, and this is a few days old too, right? I mean, I don't. This right here is um. This is actually from uh uh, September ninth. So this is the this is um yeah a few days old. Few days old. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's okay. I mean, it doesn't. It's not gonna you know change. This is the most current data available right here. You know, it's not. They only update the efficacy of the graph. I mean, if you look at this, this is insane to me. Yeah. Well, look at this. Look at this, 3,300 3, deaths from July 24th to September 9th. Just, I mean, that's, yeah, that's alarming. That's you know? Well, and here, the other component that's alarming to this one, when I dug into a little bit, I had a buddy said, is the fact that it's voluntary. This isn't all the deaths. These are just the people that decided to report them. That are reported. Now, some I've heard say that try and bash it because it is voluntary that, but it is verified. Mm-hmm. They're not just fake made out of. Yeah, the I can't say, hey, my brother died. No, you no. know from COVID. Yeah, you can't do what Shasta Ford did and do your reference, yeah. John Doe. You can't <laughs> do that. So it is how we have tracked vaccine yeah. injury up to date, and then sure. now with COVID, like so many other things. Well, no, no now it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. What, what what are you telling? That's like the war, like here's a, here it is. No 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 no. That's not it. Look over here, and that's mm-hmm. what's going on with these yeah. VARES reporting. And they even adjusted it. It was higher from just the straight data. And then at they one went, point they erased six thousand deaths. It yes. went from like it went up to twelve thousand, then it went down to six thousand. All of a sudden, I'm not quite sure what happened. With I don't that, know but. what happened with that either. But it was just astonishing to see that, and Kay. then have have people also realized that okay there's a, there's other deaths that haven't been reported on this if anything this is on the low side i mean that's a that's enough evidence for one side to have an argument for sure <laughs> yeah and so even if you are pro vaccine but you're an american you should at least say yeah those are some numbers worth looking at right but look at what they're doing i mean why unless it's some nefarious deal why are they why are they pushing it why are they doing things like now the va uh they're making it where the you can't go go to the va unless you get vaccinated you know i've heard that was actually false and that came from a satirical website so i'm not sure because i I don't know they they were all quoting from the delaware ohio paper i think is is what it was but it's a satire site so i'm not exactly sure if that's well but but they're making federal 
employees yeah, get it. Right. They are. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit if eventually yeah. they made it, you know, if they haven't already made it so the veterans can't go to the VA care. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Eli, I just uh, sent you over a link here. You know, I think it's important. You know, Joe Rogan. Hello. Yep. <laughs> well, let's pull this up. This is pretty this is interesting. Joe. And we can talk about this. You know, as, as everybody probably knows by now, Joe Rogan got COVID and he kind of talks about it on his Instagram. I think it's pretty interesting because this is a guy who is, I call him a truth seeker because he's constantly looking for the mm-hmm. truth. He's, he's not a believer in the sense that he's like, okay, a believer to me is a person that believes something and it isn't phased by anything else that's brought their way. Mm-hmm. He's a truth seeker and I think he's pretty malleable and flexible in, in what, he, what he thinks, you know, as long as it leads to the truth. Yeah. So. so I got back from the road Saturday night feeling very weary i had a headache and i just felt just run down and just to be cautious i separated from my family slept in a different part of the house and throughout the night i got fevers and sweats and i knew what was going on so i got up in the morning got tested and turns out i got covid so we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, prednisone, everything. Uh, and I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip, and I did that three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday, and I feel great. I really only had one bad day. Sunday sucked, but Monday was better. Tuesday felt better than Monday, and today I feel good. I actually feel pretty fucking good. Uh, That's the good news. The bad news is we have to move Friday, the Friday show in Nashville. Uh, It's going to move to Sunday. So here we go, and this is one of the most followed people on the internet, right? And I think he's the largest podcaster next to the Red, White, and Blueprint podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but... uh, uh, but there it is, you know. Um, why are they not allowing ivermectin? Oh, because it's because it works. For horse and cattle, you know. Well, yeah, we use it on our horses and cattle, but it doesn't mean it doesn't work for for humans. Yeah. And like Lonnie said earlier, before we we went live, that the inventor got a Nobel, Nobel Prize, Prize. Yeah, right for its yeah. use in humans. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the, now the narrative being that I see it that. <clears throat> you know being mocked that we're we might put any kind of faith in a horse med i'm like man you haven't you look just retarded so he didn't even do any research on the drug so here's the thing in 1996 the fda approved ivermectin for human use just throwing it out there and people say it's this horse paste oh you're taking this stuff for horses which is the same thing essentially and you could well i'm not going to recommend anything but at the same point you people can take could take horse pace, but the the reality is is there is a prescription prescribed by doctors that have been approved since 1996, which is 25 years now, and they try to spin it off like we're. I mean, they've came, they came out with uh, that that uh, in Oklahoma, Alabama, that 70 percent of the ICU uh, calls and and, and uh, cases were or, uh, patients were from ivermectin overdoses. And that was a dog. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that. that Any- was a total. Yeah. I, I just got a text message that the ER here locally is being uh, flooded with people uh, suffering, experiencing blood clots. 
Wow. I wonder what the coincidence is that, of that. I would know? say it's all along that this is a side effect. Of, you know, and the side effect, we're conditioned to thinking that side effects won't really happen to you, right? Oh, yeah, it's a side effect, but that's not going to happen. They just have to say that. Well, they always say it's it's like some... Uh, 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 it's one in a trillion. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, they make it sound or, like or whatever. Like You're not getting a this, rare. But, but now we're seeing. So now I just got this from somebody working at the hospital that they're getting flooded with uh, blood clot patients. Now, are you just going to turn a blind eye? Are you, are you going to continue to believe the narrative? Are you going to continue to listen to the you know this this president that we have telling you to get vaccinated when clearly this is going to hurt you if not kill you? Um, I have good friends, dear friends, who've gotten vaccinated over the last couple of weeks because they didn't want to lose their job. It was just going to make their life easier. They had to travel. So, you know, they ended up, you know, the place they were going was going to require them to get vaccinated. You know, whatever reason everybody has personally. Um, and I don't judge them. I fault them, but I don't judge them on a personal level because I believe their their intent is correct. Their heart's in the right place. But what you said is something that's really, really true and interesting to me, that the more people that do this, the less leverage people have to fight against these mandates. You know, you can't you can't say, well, you know, I'm against the vaccine, but I got it. You know, you, you, you can't say that, you know, because you've just taken away the leverage for people who really believe that it's bad for you. That's going to kill people. It's going to hurt people uh, to be able to say, hey, we're not doing it. So, yeah, and I think there's a percentage of people out there, too, that are just like really pro liberty. that are like, hey, I just don't want to be told what I have to put in my body, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Even if even if they thought it was safe, like for most people, mm-hmm. probably, uh, you know, the, like they recommend it for people with comorbidities and they're older or whatever. You know, I'm not going to get after somebody that's old and scared. You know what I mean? Sure. But when you're when you're young, vibrant and and you You've got coworkers that I mean, you got to stick together right now, and we got this president pushing it. And our only defense, really, is our is our governors sure. in our states. Um, that's the next step, and here we got this guy, this recall tomorrow. It is tomorrow, and can we get a straight election? That's that's one thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we're going to leave that. You know. Um, We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, up, up to fate, really. Yeah. You know, at this point, we can't control that. But what we can do, what we can't control, is we have to get out there and vote. If you're the person who thinks that your vote doesn't matter, that you know, what 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 difference is it going to make? You know, I don't feel like leaving the house. I'm not going to go vote. It's never been more important if you're a Californian to get out and go vote and vote against the rec- or for the recall against Gavin Newsom and to vote. Uh, for your candidate of choice. I'm going to tell you my candidate of choice is it's, it's Larry Elder simply because I feel that he can win and we have to win now. You know, yeah. we, we can't split hairs here and talk about why we support one candidate over another other than we have to defeat Gavin Newsom. That is objective goal number one. Right. And we get to do that tomorrow. Hopefully at the end of the day tomorrow, we'll be celebrating yeah. the fact that the people spoke, that the people weren't going to be for tyranny anymore. We're going to stand against it, and we'll have a new governor elected in California. And if you can, I got this text from the Election Integrity Project, and they're saying they really recommend that you bring your ballot, the mail-in ballot they sent you, right. to with you to the poll. Watch them destroy it and vote. You know what I mean? Don't don't just mail it in. I wouldn't. I would if you sure. if you already have vote in person. And vote in if, person. If you this is really important too. If you have not registered yet, they're going to allow you to register tomorrow. 
So you can go to a polling booth, whether it be the school, the church, wherever it is that, that, that you go vote, and you can get registered. So if you have any doubt about your registration status, go tomorrow, go to a poll, go to your local uh, polling place and say, hey, I want to get registered. I need to vote in this election. It's you, you very can, important. You can also um, register to vote. And um, I, I think if you're in Shasta County, you look up Shasta County elections website is what you go to. And in there you can go register to vote and you're a little late to get something in the mail because i mean obviously it's a day before the election but it will register you to vote and you won't get anything in the mail but then you just have to go to the uh the place that you can vote at right there the polling place that's in your that that's uh for your address right right yeah so i'm looking at some of the comments here you know uh people writing steve benson uh, let me find it here. Right. going to be honest. I don't see a big correction on the way things are going. You guys, you know, I think it's our job to be optimists because we're the guys in the fight. We're the guys who are leading this fight. And so I'm not going to get into a fight thinking I'm going to lose. So I think for us who are in this, who are talking about this, who are trying to bring this to people's attention, put it on the forefront of the collective mind, uh, we have to say that we can make a difference or we wouldn't be doing this. You know, if everybody thought that way, if everybody thought, oh man, I, what, what good am I going to do? I can't make a difference and nothing would ever happen and they would have their way with us every single day. Hey, what, what, do we, what do we got to lose? So th- there's nothing to lose. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, um, join the fight. I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you think that there's nothing that you can do, I'd say jump on the team jump on with us. I think we're going to find a place for you. We're going to give you something that you can actually do to affect change in your community. Everybody. I don't care who you are, how young, old, um, capable or incapable you think you are, you can do something to push this ball forward up the field because we need absolutely everybody. The, the, the reason we've gotten here so fast is because we've kind of sat back and thought it's never going to happen here, and, and it has. Yeah. So absolutely. Let's, let's put all the corrupt politicians aside and the voting and all that stuff aside, and, and let's just say, you know what? Let's let's assume some personal and some individual responsibility to protect our families and our community and the strong people need to stand up. And, and you know, when the next shutdown comes down the pipeline, we just need to say no. No, you know, it doesn't matter if we have good people in the county or not. It doesn't matter. Everybody needs to unify together and say, you know what? We're not going to accept this when the state or the feds, whether it's Joe Biden, the leader of the free world tells us um, that, that he's getting impatient with us and we need to get a vaccine and he's going to shut our businesses down and $14,000 fines a day. Screw you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and that's where I think the true power comes is is with individual responsibility and and um, united noncompliance, you know? Sure. So. And let's not cannibalize each other, right? If you are a person who wants freedom, let's not nitpick each other because we feel differently about different issues across the political board. I think that's really important. And I've said this over and over again that the Democrats are really good at staying together, right? They cannibalize each other in other ways, but when it comes down to the issues, whether they're uh, together or not, they, they put up a front as if they are united, and they move towards the objective together, which is to destroy this country, I believe. you know. So we need to do everything that we can to save this country, to save liberty, to, to stand by the Constitution, um, and to defend this thing. This is the most important thing we can defend right now is this Constitution. you know. And I wish the liberals would take back over the Democratic Party. I mean, they were... The they true were, liberals. The true liberals. The, yeah, Alan, the Alan Dershowitz liberals. I mean, the they, classic they, liberals. They believe in the Constitution, you sure. know, free speech, all the, all the, a lot and of They the were anti government. Yeah. <laughs> Not 
Pro go. No, not, not pro. Exactly. Listen to what the president tells me to do with my health. You exactly. Know, you're crazy. Yeah. But now these aren't these aren't really these aren't liberals or Democrats that are in charge that are pushing Joe. And and Gavin Newsom's a part of the same. Well, they're all part of the system, you know, and it's amazing to me to see people, you're right, that were so countercultural at one point in their lives now being so compliant in this chapter of their lives. It's uh, it's disheartening. I, well, I just I just can't seem to understand. Maybe maybe they're not, it. and their voice just isn't getting out like many yeah. that are that are not for this, and it's just getting kind of pushed to the side by what sure. the media's line is. So but, what, you know, so and I, I really want people to look a few steps out because right now it seems to be like the president wants you to look at just this vaccine, but I can already see it's not hard. You just look one step over here, and Israel has the highest vaccine rates and then they're going through the list of the factors and it's one article and they want more shots i believe they're getting ready for their fourth round right so so if you're it's not just about this one vaccine so you can keep working or anything else if we succumb they want to kill us and they and we lose this line in the sand then it's going to be constant boosters now you better not you better get your flu shot now we have this variant and it, it like john's saying it never goes away so it's not just a decision about this. And if you've got the vaccine and now you're going, wait a second. Now I see what's coming down the line. Fight for those that haven't. Stand, bond together, yep. and say the freedom is the key piece. I need to keep my autonomy of choice. I need to fight for that thing. And also, you know, with him looking at that and like, we've made the vaccine safe and convenient. It just it boils my blood because we know now – Two different studies, one done in California by Kaiser and one done in the UK. Both put it at about a 50% to 80% less chance, lower risk of death if you just have regular exercise in your life. Imagine that. You mean exercise is good for you? Keeps you healthy? I mean, obviously that's my vein, right? And, And how do we, I become an expert and a voice in that? Well, because doctors, if you, anyone goes into, to, see a doctor and you have high blood pressure you're overweight you can't sleep any of the major health factors most of the time they're going to tell you clean up your food and start working out so the gym or they prescribe you something the gym is the first line of defense and if you question whether biden cares or these mandates actually care about your health why aren't they making gym free safe and convenient i haven't gotten shit i've been told i'm i'm unessential (laughs) but yet 80 percent of my people have a lower risk of dying. So who's actually the front lines? Sure. McDonald's right. is essential. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's so <laughs> there's much lying and, and it's the exact definition of the sociopath behavior. Yeah. Here's the bears data. No, don't, don't look at that. It's That's the unvaccinated, you know, it's like, wait, so a now second. you're a second class citizen. If you're unvaccinated, now you're being treated like a right. second class citizen, but even worse, you're being blamed now for people's deaths. Like there's yep. blood on your hands because you simply refuse to get a shot right. that we know now is causing injury and causing death. This isn't a secret. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a narrative. This is the truth. You know, mm-hmm. people are getting very, very sick from this vaccine. Uh, people are dying from this vaccine and the people around them are getting sick. And, you know, um, and he said he says it's FDA approved. That was a formula that isn't even released by <clears throat> Pfizer into their vaccine pool at this point. So they took a formula gave it to the FDA the FDA gave it some kind of approval, but then the FDA came back to them. And of course, mm-hmm. our president isn't informing us of this, but the FDA came back and said, you send me the formula you're delivering to sure. the people now. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Yeah. 
So the FDA is pissed off, and there's a big battle going on. But does it surprise Pfizer, you? Well, we're talking about the amount of money they're making on this thing. Does right, it surprise they, you at all? So when they say FDA approval, well, that was a formula of the shot that isn't even being delivered at this point. Mm-hmm. That was a couple of weeks ago when I looked into this, and different people that I trust have looked, in it, looked into it. And it was like, wait a well, second. Well, and that was just an attempt to get us out, out of the state of emergency, correct? I don't, I don't know. The FDA thing was just to, yeah, make it not make it okay for use beyond um, uh, emergency approval. So, sure. so then they can push the mandates further and and do that do that mm-hmm. plan. And it's about money. People don't. You know, they questioned it. I, I got on a text thread, group text thread with a close friend, and they're going, well, "Wait a second, no, where'd you get that information?" I said, "That came from an investment app." Sure. You know, like these companies are making huge profits off this. So he made it free on the taxpayer's back on top of it. So this guy just wants you to look here, but then listen to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And that's the confusion point that everybody's running into. So why don't people believe these things? When we speak about these things and we show them, you know, real data, we show them uh, real information, real time information. Why do they? I think they're not. Even? You're not a doctor, Carlos. I'm not a doctor. Well, no, I you know, think I'm, they, I'm not, I'm not they, an expert. I'm not a specialist. I'm not a doctor. But you know, those I, guys I don't that have made a medical these, degree. Uh, sure, I, I get that. But I think it's because nobody wants to believe that anybody is so sinister and so evil. Exactly. Right. We want to believe the best in people, and I get that. Right. And, and this yeah. is the reason that we fail to believe these things because, oh man, no, who would ever want people to die? Who would who would really want that? And let's be clear. There's no local doctor here who's like Dr. Death, right? He's like, oh, I can't wait to give this vaccine to somebody to no, kill him. No. They don't know. You know, they're compliant in this thing. Uh, their, their compliance in this thing is blind. You know, they're, right. they're following this because it's what the medical officials, the expert above them is telling them to do. Right. You know, um, and so, I, think, so, I think a lot of people do believe what we're saying and do, can accept this, but they can't accept losing their job not going on the flight and not seeing their relative, not wanting to be the one to walk through the grocery door without the mask on and get singled out, not being the one that has to wear the mask. It'll just make my life easier. Right. So there's this mass um, push to just coerce everyone. So whether or not the beliefs, we may not ever know, but do they have enough whatever to to make the choice to say no and then ban and stand up for each other. That's where we're at. But just to be optimistic, let's say tomorrow that Larry Elder or Kevin Kiley, whoever it is, actually wins election over Newsom and Newsom gets recalled. What can they do? I was thinking the other day, what can they do against a super majority unless there's only one way that California can be saved right now, I believe. And that is if these groups hang tough and stick together with the firefighters, cops, mm-hmm. medical workers, teachers. If They'll they break say, it. we're They'll not going to do it, yep. then Kylie or Elder, whoever the, the governor is, could say, listen, this is a state of emergency. If we require, if we have to fire half of our police forces mm-hmm. and half of our 40% of our firefighters right in the middle of yeah. fire season, just about to kick off down south, fire half our hospital workers, we're... We can't do that. This is an emergency. I'm going to have to, even with those ABs coming in, the AB 455 and 1102, oh, yeah. I think I think he could do that. Yep. Don't you think he could? Somebody well, just wrote I, on I, here. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to pay attention to our viewers here. Oh, you yeah. know, somebody says that COVID deaths make money for hospitals. 
you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's so, that is true, too. Absolutely. So when there, somebody comes into the hospital for um, that has COVID versus a flu or whatever other name you want to put on a coronavirus, they get $13,000. When they get put on a ventilator, there's another $26,000. And then if there's a COVID death, on top of that, it's another $13,000. So if you, it, it ends up being $52,000, absolutely. And then another thing to think about is that uh, insurance companies don't actually cover a vaccine death. They're exempt from, uh, so if, if say you're running a hospital and somebody gets a vaccine sh- and all of a sudden dies, uh, you know, 12 hours later, the next day, whatever, and they know that it's a actual a vaccine death, um, they, they're not going to get paid for a vaccine death. The, the insurance companies are exempt from that. So um, if they put heart attack, then the insurance cover, covers that. And maybe they get, you know, it's 40, 50, 100,000. I don't know, you know, depending on what they went through on that. So there is uh, hospitals are definitely making money off of it. And then they're also um, they're inhibited from telling the truth when it comes to vaccine deaths because they, they get hosed on the money. And I'll be honest, if I was in a position and I was running a hospital, I always want to tell the truth. But if you were going to shut your doors and your hospital is going to shut down because you weren't going to get paid on enough of this stuff to, to not make it, you'd be put in a, a bad position. You know, well, and a lot sure. that's what we see going on to get the vaccine to how to report the deaths. All that is constant bad position yep. by these different just just off law mandates. Right. It's not being put into law, which our Constitution would then protect. It's just these mandates, just these slow erosion that's getting people to comply because it is. It's really hard to stand up against it. But, man, we've, we have to. But now, the time if is now, somebody said that or asked what percentage of people getting vaccinations are getting blood clots, you know, and my answer is, you know, how, what percentage of people getting COVID are dying? We still have a survivability rate of 99.8% or something like right. that, you know, yeah. so you can't, you can't beat that. We're still really that. early on uh, to say who you'd have to take um, a D dimer test is what you do because um, this creates very small micro blood clots and you can get that tested with the D dimer test. And this is very early on. So I know um, the, the, the test that were ran from the, the doctors that ran D dimer tests on all their vaccinated patients to test for the micro blood clots, um, you know, which eventually end up being, uh, coming together and creating larger blood clots, which can create all the other issues, you know, heart attacks, stroke, and stroke stuff yep. like that, uh, brain aneurysms, all that. So, um, uh, if you get the D dimer test, um, I, I believe it was 65% of the patients that had been vaccinated tested positive for some sort of blood clot for the blood clots. Yeah. And, but what's the average, I mean, I don't know if maybe 3% of people might have it or something. I don't have all that data right in front of me, but it, I know the numbers were alarming to the doctor that was put, putting that information out there and, and time's going to tell, I mean, we're really early into this, but I mean, let's say around probably two thirds of them test positive for uh, micro blood clots with the D dimer test. Well, I'm going to jump and- out there and say that I'm, I'm positive. I'm not going to die from COVID or those blood clots. Yeah, I feel me like too. I feel like I have a real high percentage chance. Sure, of being right <laughs> sure. About that. Well, and here's the thing: I have a 100 percent chance that I will never get vaccinated. There's exactly. nothing that you tell me because yeah. I'm kind of a hypochondriac anyway, you know. So, <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I don't want to put anything in my body that might cause me to get uh, hurt. Which I'm actually made some changes as of late, you know, where 
uh, I've made some real serious changes, you know, to affect my health positively, you know, because I don't want to be that person, you know, that, that gets sick and dies, you know, so there's things that I can do to prevent myself from, from getting sick, yeah. exercise and eating better, you know, yeah. drinking plenty of water, you know, putting good things to your body, vitamins, minerals, all the things that we know have been told since we were kids, but well, but, but, but what pharmaceutical companies have been so good at is saying, oh, don't worry about that. Yeah. We got something that's going to take care of you. Right, you know, right. you can go ahead and eat all the shit you want. You don't have to exercise. You know, when yeah. you get sick, we're going to have something. We got something for you. And that and that that play right there is playing on the worst of human natures because you have. I've been trying. I broke this out in a video that it will be on the gym, uh, social media, but active and passive steps to health is maybe a good way to break it out in common terms right mm -hmm. so you can just go on with your life all your habits and then take passive but it, it goes in your body and it's active i get it but it's just, just give me a pill yeah where's the peer review study that that dart shot to the forehead is going to actually make me better because i'd rather do that than sure. stop drinking eating sugar staying up late and watching tv yeah. or work out and feel any discomfort you know like okay so you're making that choice, and and the pharmaceutical co companies know that's playing into the worst of human nature, and they can just keep playing that. You can stay doing what you're doing, and we'll save you. Sure. And people just say, sure, sure, I can just stay over here and do whatever behavior I want, and then something will come in and save me. I can fall back on insurance. I can fall back on all these different things. It We're starting to see, and it's starting to break down that you don't have that fallback. Mm -hmm. You have to be active for yourself, for your family, for this country, and take care of yourself. You have to. Because you're seeing the misinformation, the huge divide, and though a relevant question about the blood clots, I don't think it's the right question. Will you survive the original COVID? Because that's still the most deadly. Is. Delta's not as deadly, but spreads faster. So can you survive the original one? Well, just by statistics, it's a really good chance, like you're saying, Woody. Well, I already, did. You take, I already did survive yeah, it. I yeah, had it last January. Same so. here. But for people that you don't... Know, They've done a great job of making the issue from deaths. There was all pneumonia slowing before the curve, yeah. COVID, and then so. it went to cases, and now it's vaccinated or not, which is taking you off the original question. Can you survive COVID if you just take a few steps for yourself actively? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Everybody can. Dang near, unless you have massive health issues, sure. which then, yeah, okay, now we're treating a small percentage of the population accurately and, and well, and we actually get through this thing rather than having it be about healthy people getting a vaccine or not. That's ridiculous, because it doesn't even prevent infection. Everything says that. Right. So we're not going to kill the case number with vaccines. You're wrong, President. Sure. It's just inaccurate. So, so we got we to gotta talk about if Gavin holds on to his seat tomorrow. Yeah. What's he going to do? What's that going to be like? Well, I think it, it really intensifies the need to recall here locally. Oh, absolutely. And oh, it, man. It makes it that much more important now that... Listen, we're real close on these numbers for our local um, recall yeah. to our supervisors, for our supervisors. And, but we got to stay on it. You know, yep. we, we need more signatures. We need people getting out there. Again, going back to the people that just sit back and think somebody else is going to do it. It's not that important for me to do it. They don't really need me. We need every single person. Yeah, we need know? every signature. And that's, if, we if you're listening, if you have a friend uh, who you can pass this on to, let them know, hey, look, being passive right now is going to dig us deeper into this hole that we won't be able to crawl out of. Yep. We have to 100%, you know. Have you guys seen this? No. It's oh, here, trust me. You do, I, I got, go ahead and play it, Eli, real quick. Since everybody has a card, I want a card as well. The drug addicts got a methadone card. These, these jabbed up people got a jab card. 
I want a healthy immunity card. I want to, I want to, I take care of myself and I mind my own fucking business card. Do you have one of those? <laughs> I think y'all start putting those into a production immediately because I, it takes a lot of work for me to take care of myself. I, I work out. I, I eat well. This is day 42 of a cleanse I've been on. Fruits, vegetables, and water. I haven't had any alcohol. I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, you know, so when do I get my card? I, I want I want something that I can flash and be proud of and say, look at me. Look at me. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Y'all want me to sit up here and stick a whole bunch of foreign shit in my body. For what? For what? So you can mess up my DNA? Bitch, please. You ain't gonna have me standing Bitch, outside please. in the damn sun turning green it. and shit. You know what? Since everybody that's, has that's a card. That's my favorite. That's the best one I've seen all day, man. I want a card as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a good closer right there. I, I forgot about that. I just figured I was like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the attitude of people right now. Dude, you know? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, well, and I just can't. Yeah, I've watched that thing go down that from a healthy, on. healthy demographic, a, a good group of friends yeah. that are healthy, yeah. and they, I think that enables it puts to bed a lot of the fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so where you can yeah. say, yeah. look, I'm taking the steps for myself. Sure. So yeah, make the steps politically. Start doing what you can, and then start doing what you can in your own house with your own food and your own daily habits. Start with drinking water. Start somewhere. We have to draw lines. And it's, it's gotta time. be simple things, right? You can't go crazy and think, man, tomorrow I'm quitting everything. Oh, you know? gosh, and, no. And that's no, the fastest no. way to fail, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I'm on day 29 today of not drinking. I hate to even talk about that because I don't want to sound like I'm bragging or pat myself on the back, other than no, this is just a decision I had to make for myself. Um, but I knew that if, listen, if I'm gonna not drink for this amount of time then i gotta allow myself maybe to you know cheat over here a little bit or, or, yeah. or you know indulge myself elsewhere a little bit you know but you gotta do this in manageable steps if you try to do everything at once you will fail you'll fall flat on your face and you go right back to where you were before and probably worse yeah. so, so so you're right you know drinking more water i mean how important is that you know do you know and, and again i don't want to get off topic here but people you're more likely to survive a car accident getting shot you know cutting your hand off you're more likely to survive a tragedy if you are well hydrated that's it i know stupid just start it's there truth. well we you that's know? that's one of our things we do we have an accountability program at the gym and it's just that first you start walking and you start drinking water mm-hmm. and if you can't graduate out of that in the first week you just stay in that yeah. because we can't suddenly launch you into this huge exercise program or a massive diet shift because everyone regresses back to their old habits so it's a slow step look out into the future make sure yeah i do want to be alive for my grandkids and thriving and be able to enjoy them. whatever your motivation is sure. you want to fight covid well, i just want to feel good little step i want to feel good i want to wake up refreshed you know well there's simple steps and it's and we've gotten so far from that and it is those same people that are pushing the vaccine that have gotten us off those things mm-hmm. that is our health officials none of them are pushing these basic things that are, though they don't cost anything that's probably why it doesn't get work well it's we, not, it's not a money maker for them yeah, we can't we can't we can't end without i i mean i want to say right now if you're not involved in this fight and you live up here if you're not if you're not standing with your coworkers if you're not getting out gathering signatures if you have not gathered one single signature for a recall and when when and if newsom wins this deal and starts with some pretty draconian measures and we somehow don't get the recall done you end up with the same leadership on that board and then you're wondering why everybody moved the hell out of california yeah 
and took or, off for other states because you all know the good why people moved out. That's what I mean. Producers, people that are paying taxes and stuff. You know, there comes a point where they can't stay. It's yep. untenable. Yep. I mean, we have friends whose husbands are CHP and different jobs that they're literally they're leaving. They got. They just can't make yep. their house payment. It's not like they can go flip burgers and make the same money. So yep. you better be standing with them right now, or I don't want to hear any sniveling when. And, and real, listen, people or, we're not or just to real make, estate prices. Oh, it's going to crash them. You know, because who wants to live under new? People don't understand. There's such a misconception that we want to make this county full of people like us that like the things that we like, the hobbies that we like to partake, and that watch the same kind of TV shows, listen to the same kind of music. That couldn't be further from the truth. We simply want people that value liberty, Absolutely. value the Constitution, value freedom, you know, uh, and love to raise a family in a place where your kids are not going to be restricted from growing up normally, you know. That's all we want, you know. So let's not pigeonhole ourselves into being a certain kind of person, you know, a gun-toting American. That's great. We are that, but we don't expect everybody else to be that. You know, this is a big umbrella. If, if you are just a little bit uncomfortable with the government dictating every part of your life, then you're on our team. You know, if, if you don't like these restrictions because you feel like they've gone too far, you're on our team. If you think that this corruption in the county uh, is out of bounds and needs to get checked, you're on our team. You yeah. know, if you want representatives to represent you and your beliefs and, and your wishes, you're on our team. And this is all stuff. If you love this country, you're on our team. So let's all join together and let's all work together, you know, regardless of how we feel about different issues. Let's all move in the same direction, which is just more liberty, more freedom and a place to raise our families, you know, because because we're here for a long time. I mean, uh, I personally, I, I can threaten at times to, to go somewhere else. You know, my wife will tell you that, you know, I kind of get a wild hair. I'm like, oh, we're moving to Oklahoma or somewhere else but the reality is 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 we're tethered here we're invested here we're staked here and and so we have to do our best and you're not running from it you know the only the the best hedge against this bet is your friends and your network of people that's what hit me hard the other day you know what so wait a second you're gonna put more faith in the next state government well your president right now is pushing it so you're just gonna wait four years then Hopefully, get a different president yeah. in. How many saw four how years went. can I wait? You know, so you cannot run from this thing. I hate to say it. You're no. not. It's going to come back to your doorstep because it's just getting so systematic, you yeah. know, or systemic, I should say. And and so you got to start, like we've said before here, band your people together right now that are going to stand up against this thing. Get involved. Like. Yeah, take over your local politics, man. Yeah. School boards. I mean, yeah. it's and to and be willing to we're to that point where we're having the conversations maybe not in this format as much but of defiance of yeah, these things sure. because it's to that point right. what happens tomorrow could be a huge part of how we're i've already had to be defiant sure. just to run the one of the most battleground things against covid a gym yeah you know i had to be defiant they were trying to shut that down i said no it's not serving my people well sorry sure. so Get ready for that, whether you're going to move to Tennessee, Oklahoma, whatever, because the president's bringing it down. Yeah. It's not coming just oh, it's, from Newsom. It's everywhere. It's every, and really, it comes down to we don't live in a big city. We live in a more rural part of the state, of the country. And as long as there's still people that live outside of the big cities, we're going to have people who think the way that we think. Now, there's even there's even people in the cities now oh, coming yeah. out and, and believing or moving to the country, right, because they want that liberty. They want that fresh air. They want that new mm-hmm. start. Um, but I think it's everywhere. I mean, go to, I have a, a really, really close cousin that lives in outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And he's like, man, Nashville's crazy. Nashville's worse than anywhere, you know? But then if you go out to the more rural parts where he lives, 
it's more like this. People believe right. more like we believe. So, so. it's going to come down to if this keeps going the way and getting squeezed, right? We all it's going to come down to your band of brothers, your people, your family, how you're how you're educating your children. What are you reliant on? It's going to you have to start having these thoughts. I mean, I'd feel like I'm doing you a disservice to not start thinking like that. How are you self-sustaining without a shot? Because what if that system collapses? That they don't run out of nurses and healthcare people to deliver the shot? Sure. And you're sitting there. I need my well, booster. They, like they, they keep so, moving. You know, the, it's like the timeline back to right where at first was September that everybody had to be vaccinated or be willing to test twice a week, which is a logistical nightmare, by the way. And then it was uh, the end of September. Then it was October. Now it's moved back to November because they've realized that we can't do without these nurses. We can't well, do without these healthcare yeah. workers, you know? Which I, I saw from the beginning. It was like when I worked on fires, like logistically impossible, stupid plan. Yeah. Immediately you could see that. Yeah. You can't force yeah. that right now. And and you're seeing it now. Schools, Foothills shut down because they had from, went from 300 to like 600 independent study, just independent study students. Yeah. And they're trying, they can't manage them. They're getting no emails on how, what their schoolwork is supposed to be and everything. So they shut down the whole school. Can we encourage everybody to, to not get used to this? Don't, yeah, right. Don't get used to this, yeah. man. Find yeah. a way to stay pissed. There's, there's pissed. people walking around with masks now that they don't even know they're on. They're just like hanging from an ear. <laughs> oh, hang, you know God. what I mean? It's well, like these, these, these kids are being the forced ch- to play volleyball now, and uh, and they're saying that if your school, if your team is not going to wear masks, then the other team is going to be forced to forfeit the game, and not forfeit in the sense that you win, forfeit in the sense that you're you're not playing. So they're taking that that away from the kids, and then. You see this volleyball game the other day here locally, you know, where the kids are wearing masks while they're playing, but they're wearing them down over their chin. So what's that a symbol of? It's a symbol of compliance, but knowing that it's not going to do any good. So you don't really right. care about the health. You're, you're caring now just about following the rules, you know, yeah. not about actually keeping people healthy. And, and being non-confrontational. Well, this confrontation's coming. It's getting squeezed. If you're so non-confrontational, you get ready to be confronted yes, or exactly. confront somebody about it. Because yeah, it's coming. Listen, we we can't, at the end of the day... You can't vote your way out of communism. You can't protest your way out of it. You can't plea your way out of it. You can't talk your way out of it. You can't podcast your way out of it. You know, um, it's going to come to a point where we're going to have to all fight, you know, in a very real way. And this isn't, again, we always have to go back to this, right? It's not call for blood in the streets. It's not call for killing fellow Americans. It's the last we want, you know, but this is why we're doing the things that we're doing right now. This is why we're so determined to get this message out, to get people to actually wake up and see uh, what we're fighting against. Because we don't want it to get to the point where we're having to use our guns and having to fight people. We don't want to go there. But if we get to a point where communism is just taking over, and this is communism, let's make no mistake about it, has taken over to, to a point where we can't protest or vote our way out, where does that leave us? You know, well, there's two choices. Let's do something before we get there, please. Yeah, exactly. confront it now. Yeah. It's either segregation or, or a fight. Absolutely. When it gets to a certain point, yeah. you have two choices, and we're headed yeah. there fast. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't, faster than we could yeah. even even think, Woody. Faster than I would even like. They're, they're yeah, doing a good I mean, job it's, at it's, divide and conquering us, and and you know they got us fighting over little things and and you know i like uh the talk um you guys were saying about you know how we need to stay unified in this and and you know i mean we we need to celebrate diversity of 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 culture diversity of ideologies I love diversity of you know it's 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 amazing isn't Bring it, it it's, it's awesome that we we should be sitting down and and celebrating the fact that we have so many different people from different places and different cultures and different ideologies and and the thing is though we should all be fighting together under the umbrella of liberty and if we don't 
work together to preserve that that right to have an argument or a different idea to share in the marketplace and, of ideas you know i mean then then we're, we're not going to have anything left and know? we should have we it should be okay for us to have an american culture too you know Absolutely. if you come from somewhere 100 percent. you should you should want to integrate and be be american proud you, you, you want to assimilate you know assimilate, and, yeah. and like the things that americans like and you're right and and we've been told for so long that America doesn't have their own culture. They're just a collection, no, that's a collective cool. of all these other cultures. Well, that's not correct. We can appreciate, and I love other cultures. Trust me, I love it when people come and they tell me their story. And they bring some of that to our country. I love that. But then I also want to show them things that are uniquely American. So mm-hmm. the things that they're showing me about their culture and are so proud of, I also want to show, you know, yeah. from, from my perspective as an American, a person that was born and raised here, here's what we do in America. Here, here's the kind of things that we like. Here's how we get along. These are our values. This is what we like to eat. This is... Yeah. These are the hobbies that we like to partake I in. I love Thai food. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, and, but most of the people too, I know God. from Me Thailand, too. they... Yeah. they they believe in America and they came, well, they here, came here for the American dream Absolutely. Yeah. and they love America. Yeah. They don't hate America. Yeah. They but, still but have their culture. Mom, and God, they... baseball, apple pie, rodeo. I mean, that's yeah. all stuff oh, that, that we I love, love man. You know, that's, that's like, you know, <laughs> come on. Yeah. And our guns, yeah. right? And, and, yeah. our, and our guns. That's let's the last let's thing. never downplay the importance of that. You I'm going to say one word, Australia. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I need that. to say if, if you can't figure that out, yeah. then, you know, then you need to do a little research. Guys, uh, we love you all for being on here. Thank you guys so much. Um, I think that we got a lot of good information out. Um, if you guys have any questions, please, I would refer people to, to our social media. Go to our Instagram, Red, White, and Blueprint. Go to our, uh, our, our YouTube channel. Go to Facebook, I think, is, is most accessible. You know, go there. Everybody knows how to use Facebook, no matter how old or young you are. So go on there and, and leave questions, comment on things, and, and we'd be happy to go on there and answer uh, your questions or at least encourage you in the right direction so and what can you do to help get Newsom out tomorrow yeah, guys tomorrow. september 14th wake up tomorrow have your coffee and get to a polling booth because we have to we vote have to vote in person out. and and bring your ballot with you yep yep yep, yep. yep. thank you guys Thank goodness we didn't try and cover the first one. Oh, shit. I knew it, dude. <laughs> I think we're still alive. I think we're still alive.